Keep the change, you filthy animal. Where is the beef? Hey, how you doing? Hold on to your butt. Feels like an RV snack. Mine. Son of a... That's gonna leave a mark. Chili, baby, back with Well, what if there is no tomorrow? There wasn't one today. This is Tom and Jim's Top 5. Naming their top five lists on everything pop culture. Celebrating the 90s, sports, movies, music, and more. They're not authorities, just grown children. Here's your hosts, Tom Skull and Jim Doubt. Hey, sorry, sorry. I was later than I thought. It's, it's, it's fine, that oh, is fine. Okay, I had to uh, find my... The, you have an iPhone? No, you don't have an iPhone. No. You know, it's, I, I'm sure you heard that they, they have that little adapter so you can plug in stuff. Yes. In it's it's just primed to be lost because the because the size of it. Yeah. And I use it to hook up to my phone to the board so we can Skype, you know. And of course, I need. I took it on our vacation. Well, so now then I was like, couldn't find it. So I'm like running through the house. I'm like, son of a bitch. So I found it. But that's that. <laughs> so anyway, how are you doing, buddy? Oh, I'm good. How are you doing? Oh, I'm good. Now that I'm talking to you. Oh, go on. Okay. Um, You're extremely adorable. Um, You have a, a great zest for life. You um You have a smile that could cure cancer. You, um, you want me to keep going or? Did I say stop? Oh, no. Uh, you have. No, stop, stop, stop. Okay. okay. Uh, what are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing? What are we doing? We're do- we're going to talk about Nick Cage films because we text too much when we've been drinking and we decided <laughs> that was a good idea. <laughs> yeah. It, it sounded like a great idea. And then I looked at his roster of movies. <laughs> Which a large roster. Give him that. Yeah. <laughs> Give him that. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Definitely went uh, quantity over quality. Yes. <laughs> yes. You know, some people just got to pay the bills, you know? I, yeah. You know, and I get that. I understand that totally. Oh, man. Uh, yeah. So are you ready to do this show? Yeah, whenever you are. Okay. I think I'm ready. I think I'm ready. Um, hey, everyone. This is... Uh, Tom and Jim's top five. I am Tom Thomas. Did you guess my middle name before? You have. Oh, yeah. Gerald. I nailed that. Yeah, you nailed that. Well, I mean, I wouldn't say you nailed it, but you got it eventually. I got it much quicker than you got mine. Oh, yes. That's true. <laughs> that's <laughs> absolutely true. Oh, Edmund. We should just change. Can we change the name of the show to Edmund and Gerald's top five? Yes. And just talk about, like, Werther's Originals candies, because I feel like a guy named Gerald and Edmund would talk about that. Can so. we just open a deli and call it Edmunds and Gerald, Gerald's and Edmunds? Yeah. <laughs> Ned, Ned, would it compete <laughs> with Ned and Edna's? <laughs> yes. <laughs> they got good baklava. <laughs> oh, man. Jim, it's been a, it's been a minute. The, it's been the a story minute. behind that. Yeah. Ned and Edna's. There was a there was a place that Tom and I used to eat lunch. Right in 
Tulsa. And uh, what was it called? <laughs> I don't what know the, the real re- name. I don't remember the real name because I always call. Was it? I don't remember what it was. Oh called. my god, I don't remember. I'll try to look it up while you're. Uh, There's a whole explaining. chain. Yeah. But for some reason, we just started calling it Ned Nedness, and it was that's not what it was called at all. <laughs> not even close. No. Um, I don't even know how to look it up. How do you look up? Because <laughs> I can't type in Ned Nedna. I Google. <laughs> Maybe I'll pull up a map of Tulsa. Or oh something. yeah, what was it on? It was seventy uh, first Memorial. Or no, uh, 30, 31st? 31st Memorial. I don't feel. I feel like it wasn't that far from the station. People are like, well, "Who gives a shit?" <laughs> the, the station was at like twenty seventh Memorial. It was. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I'm sorry. Seventy was south. So yeah. Okay. Here we go. Here's a map. We're wasting way too much time about something that nobody I know, knows about. I know, I know. Um, well, Jim, we we haven't talked in a while. I'll look this up while we're we're talking here. But we, we I have I've missed you. I've missed you so. And, uh, uh, you took a big trip. You want to tell me about your big trip? Yes, we went to the the big Disney World. Jim brought the kid to Disney World. It was awesome. It was absolutely awesome. The yeah, best great week. Time. Oh yeah, yeah. It was it was it was phenomenal because we stayed right in the park at one of the Disney resorts. And they treat you like you're a king. It's it's so great, and uh, yeah, it was awesome. The kid loved it. We surprised him uh, day be- the day that we were leaving, um, so he was uh, quite shocked by that. And uh, he's like, "Wait, we're going? When are we going?" I'm like, "Today." He's like, "Today." <laughs> so <laughs> it was pretty pretty cool. Um, yeah, I spent six nights there and uh, saw everything and. Uh, is worth every penny. Like seeing a seeing it through a the eyes of a six year old was pretty magical. It was pretty cool. That's awesome. Yeah. So uh, when your kid turns six, you're gonna have to bring him. Uh. It's 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 worth the money. I I am not even joking. It's definitely worth like it was just so cool. Um, but you're not a big crowds kind of guy. <laughs> or like um people. <laughs> People in general, yeah, they go hand in hand. Typically. Yeah, I will say everyone's in a good mood there, which which was yeah. good. And we went at a time that it's not as crowded. Like early November is not a, it's still a lot of people, but it's not as bad as going at like Christmas time or like spring break time when pe- kids are actually out of school. Oh yeah, um, that would be. I heard Christmas is like the worst time to go if you for as far as crowded it, that it's crowded there. So. But uh, yeah, no, it was a blast. Uh, got back uh, last Saturday, this Saturday, and uh, had a couple of days up. Today was my first day back at work in ten days. Uh, gotta oh. tell you, didn't want to be there, not one bit. <laughs> <sighs> but I, I made it through. I made it through. What have you been doing, Jim? Uh, well, I've been looking up this place, and it's Bill and Ruth's. That's it. Thank you, Bill, Bill and Ruth's. Ruth's. Yeah. Yep. I was trying to look it up as I was telling my uh, my Disney story. Also um, known as Ned and Edna's. Ne- it is Ned and Edna's. Bill and Ruth is just a it's just a side name. Like that's not yeah, right, right. You know. And they got and they do they actually do have good baklava. <laughs> I wasn't joking about that. Yeah, they actually have really good food. Yeah. Um what about I've been doing nothing. Same old stuff. Really? Same yeah. old? Yeah. I haven't, I haven't done anything. Hmm. Same old stuff. Well, Jim, did you know that this is our two year anniversary? Yes. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. That's weird. We have been slinging this BS for two years. <laughs> <laughs> you and, think it'd be getting better by now? Uh, no, no. We oh. get more listeners, but we're not getting any better. The quality is not better. Um, 
but we appreciate everyone who listens. At least we're cons- What's that? I said at least we're consistent. Oh, we uh, definitely consistent. We're yeah. Um, but yeah, two years, man. I I didn't even think when I first met you, I didn't even think our actual relationship was going to last two years. <laughs> so this is pretty amazing. This is pretty. And honestly, we wouldn't do it. I I think we would have ended the show if we realized. Like we are surprised that people listen, but if we realize that no one's listening to this BS, why are we recording it? We probably wouldn't keep doing it. But people actually like the show, Jim. Yeah, that's definitely true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So thank you to everyone who who out there for listening and writing in all the time and stuff. That's pretty awesome. Buying shirts. Yeah. Hey, Christmas season's coming up, Jim. What are you gonna get me? I get you a new Tom and Jim's T-shirt. <laughs> Can you sign it? Yeah, yeah. I'll just puke on okay. it. Why would you go there? Oh, well, because that's you know me with puke on my shirt. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, let's just let's just move on. <laughs> yeah, we had a real thing going there for a second. We had a thing. Um, no, I won't puke. I will sign it, Jim. I'll sign it with um uh, with my my crayons and. Uh, no, nope, we're done. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to know when you when you're going off the cuff. Things will come out of that mouth, and I'm not sure what's going to happen. I don't know what's going on. And again, still amazed. We've been doing this for two years. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But I have missed you, Jim, because we didn't get to talk last uh, last show um, because uh, you had a, a sick kid and had to have some family come to town. You had a, you had a quite oh. a end of your October there. Yeah, that sucked. Um, yeah, I had a, a one-year-old with a stomach virus and uh, ran out of days off at work and um yeah my mother-in-law drove into town to help us out for a few days Mm because couldn't take him to daycare and i had to go to work because i couldn't take any more time off uh so yeah yeah that's pretty awesome i'll also be working through all the holidays because of that so super cool super super cool well i'm sorry jim but i'm glad he's better he's doing a lot better he's doing very good all right and that's uh you you mentioned it you know you, you everyone knows you're in, you and your wife are in Cleveland but neither of you are from there and you don't have family anywhere really near you what seven no. hours away is the closest relative uh, uh seven and a half eight probably yeah 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 so that you kind of were alluding to that this that, this was the first time you really guys felt alone you're like oh we really don't have a safety net when we need no, it. it <laughs> so no, we have nothing yeah. yeah. It's not fun, and I don't end. You know, I I felt bad for you. I would if I had time off. I would have came down and watched the, watched the kids. So you go to work. I would not have wished that upon you, sir. Okay. But thank you. you well, thank I, you. I, I really it's, wouldn't uh... have done it. I'm just something <laughs> I'd say to make me sound nice. <laughs> yes, I appreciate that. Right. Uh, okay. Well. Um, well. Real quick, can we? Ta- how was your Halloween? Did you get to do anything for fun? I mean, at least watch movies or anything. Um. No. No. I, I put in one movie. Okay. And um, the other people I was watching it with didn't uh, didn't like it. Oh. And um, despite me saying it's one of my favorite movies, they uh, did not like it and were vocal about it. And oh. then we just went to bed. Okay. Which movie was it? Thirteen Ghosts. Oh, that's a good one. I've only seen yeah, it once. I like. It. Yeah, that's a good one. Um. Real quick before we move on, can we talk a little bit about the haunting of Hill House? Because we didn't get a chance oh to talk to God. it about. We talked to it personally, you and I, but we haven't talked to it on here. That is an amazing show. 
Oh my god, it's incredible. Um, I I want to say maybe the perfect tens episode series I've seen ever. I mean, it was yeah, uh, it, yeah. it was perfect. Yeah, so. yeah. I would keep telling people that there's there is nothing wrong. There's nothing I would change about it. Mm-hmm. They they nailed every aspect of it. It was perfect. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, without spoiling it too much, because if you haven't seen it, it's definitely worth, and you'll zip right through the 10 episodes because you'll be hooked. But So it's definitely worth going to check it out. But without spoiling it, there's one episode, um, five or, episode five or six. I can't remember. Well, you and I talked about it, but um, as a, as a um, you know, film school geek that I am, I absolutely loved the camera work <laughs> in that episode because they did a bunch of long shots, and I oh, love man. that stuff. Um, and so, but every episode is so good. It's so good. It's, it's got the right amount of scariness, the right amount of heart, everything about it is, was great. I love that show. I want to watch it again. It was, yeah, I do too. I want to watch it again. It's fantastic. Well, all right. Well, maybe we'll watch it together, Jim. Are you going to come visit soon? Yeah. I don't know when, but yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. That's all I want to know is just say yes. It's fine. Um, all right. Well, we don't have, we've been off for a while and stuff and we don't have a lot of we didn't have. We might have had people write in, but honestly, I didn't look it up too much, so I'm sorry. <laughs> but let's just get to our topic. Should we do that, Jim? Yes. All right. Top five Nick Cage movies. Nicholas Cage. Um, I I I wrote. I have a little something on Nick Cage before we get to our <laughs> to our movies, because uh, like you said, lots of movies, Jim. Long list of uh, the guys working. The guy is working. And you gotta you gotta hand him that. But uh, uh, Nick Cage is uh, fifty four years old. He was born in Long Beach, California. Um, Jim, do you know his real name? LBC. Do you know Nick Cage's real name? Uh, Nicholas Coppola. He is. He is a Coppola. Yes. Um, Francis Ford Coppola would be his uncle. And uh, in uh, what's it? Sophia Coppola, I believe, is a cousin of his. A cousin. Yeah. So is uh, Jason Schwartzman. Yes. Yes. So he they come. He comes from a long list of uh, entertainment people. His parents were in the entertainment industry. He grew up, like I said, in Long Beach. He went to Beverly Hills High School, which a lot of actors and kids go to. <laughs> actors, kids go to. So um, he definitely grew up in that era. Um, and he's been acting from since 1981 until pre- to present. And, uh, man, he's got some movies on here, and we're going to talk about some of them. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> uh, So anything else on Nick Cage himself, Jim? Did you look anything else up on him? Uh, Nick yeah, he's a, he's a very interesting guy. He's an interesting cat. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think his current wife um, was his sushi, sushi waitress, and he married her when she was 20. Yeah, I um, I remember him on a talk show talking about her and going to her parents' house because that's where she lived to meet her parents, and he was like forty at the time. Is that what yeah? It, that sounds about right. Yeah, um, um, it's a little weird. <laughs> yeah, a little bit, a little bit weird. Um, he also uh, he owned. A notoriously haunted house in New Orleans, the one that uh, American Horror Story was based off of. Yeah, yeah. He owned that house, which is very weird. I don't know if he still owns it. Um, Jeez, people keep texting me. I apologize. I, I noticed that. Yeah, I'm sorry. I got to put it on uh, silent here. Sorry, keep going. Uh, 
Yeah, and apparently he uh, will take any movie that comes across his desk. It, um, he's he's him and uh, Samuel Jackson got some similarities. I got to got yeah. tell you. <laughs> and Christopher Walken, those three guys are always working. They're always working. Yes. Um, so, uh, but yeah, he's an interesting cat. And uh, but we're not going to talk too much about him personally. Before, besides oh. what we just talked about, we're going to talk about some of these movies. And Jim, do you want to start, or do you want me to start? Um, I can start. I did find the the figure here, the the house he bought. Oh yeah, in New Orleans, the it's the La Lurie house. Okay, he bought it for three point four million in two thousand seven. It did... And it's uh, it's reputed to be haunted by the many slaves tortured and killed by uh, Delphine Lalaurie in the 1830s. So bonus. <laughs> Odd duck. <laughs> Just keep saying yeah. it. Odd duck. Yeah. Um, he, has, he has a lot of quirks. Um, he's quirky. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. All right. Let's, let's do it. Let's Nicholas Cage movies here. Let's let's do it. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna go. Go man. ahead. Okay. Go ahead. All right, my number, my number five. This is the only one on my list. My number one, two, and three. I'm pretty confident on four. I'm like, nah. And yeah. five is literally here because our show is a top five. List. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. That's it. Okay. It's like it's literally like I've seen this one and I need five. Okay. Got it. So it is the Weatherman from 2005. No, I've heard that's a good movie. I've actually never seen this movie. It, you know, it is actually a pretty good movie. And he's, um, well, he's the same character in everything. Mm-hmm. So he's the same thing. But he's he's very funny in it. He's very dry and very pretty. And he's a, he's a weatherman, hence the title. And uh, lives and works in Chicago. And he gets um, separated from his wife. He has, I think, two kids. And... Then he gets a job offer in New York City, and he has to decide whether he wants to chase his dreams and go to New York or be a family man and stay back and be with his kids. And his father is like a, a professor or something along those lines. He's very smart and educated, and he's played by Michael Caine, so he has the accent. And in any American movie where somebody is smart, they're automatically British, so right. there's that. And uh, Or... Apparently in Star Wars, you're just the bad guy. You're the bad guy. Yeah. that's So it's one or the other. <laughs> uh, but it's good. I mean, it is very funny. He has these really funny monologues in it. and it, it is a good movie. If there was any other movie that I really liked by Nicolas Cage, it probably wouldn't be on my list. But uh, this one is my number five, The Weatherman. <laughs> if I haven't seen it, but if I've seen it, I would say it's probably my my second favorite movie that has a weatherman in it. <laughs> My first being Groundhog Day. <laughs> Just... <laughs> yeah, good call. Um, but yeah, I you know I know people like this movie, and I I, I haven't seen it. I should have. Uh, I spent you know I was off yesterday, Jim, and I spent the day watching Nicolas Cage movies. Um, didn't get much sleep last night. Kind of tortured myself there, but um, <laughs> uh, I should have watched that one. Um, well, good, good. I like that. Um, it's similar to another one. It seems like. That might be on your list, so I'm not going to mention it. But, um, but like you said, a lot of Nick Cage movies are kind of similar. So he, he is. He's he's, he's, very... he's similar. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> is there anything else on Weatherman? 
Probably. Probably. Uh, nothing, that, <laughs> nothing that I have. Though. Hey, our buddy Paul's a weatherman. Maybe we, we should tell yeah. him. He listens to the show. He listens, like I said, like six months behind, so he'll get this. But um, I wonder if he likes it, being being a weatherman. And he's a meteorologist. Like He's, he's the guy. I wonder if he liked that movie. Probably not. <laughs> I can almost hear his response right now. Yeah, and it's it starts with an F. <laughs> so let's just uh, let's move on, shall we? <laughs> this wind system will keep pushing colder air across the Midwest. Our sprint snipper of the week, just twenty-four. I don't like his face. I like him. He's handsome. My job's very easy. Two hours a day, basically reading prompts. Hey, weatherman. Every couple months, someone throws something at me. I receive a large reward for pretty much zero effort and contribution. The shakes and stuff are a reaction to that, I think. Why would someone throw a shake at you? You just read the weather. How's Shelly? She's doing great. It's fruitless for Shelly to be dancing. She should find another interest that would be more rewarding to her. We've talked about that. Well, you should do something, son. My father's Robert King's Bristle. He was a great writer and a great dad. You always worry about your kids. No matter how old, there's always looking after. Noreen! Ow! What are you doing? I was just... You turned into it. I encouraged Shelly to explore some other activities and interests. She picked archery. Ow! Don't! Forget the tartar sauce. Tartar sauce, tartar sauce, tartar sauce, tartar sauce. Anything else? No. Where is the tartar sauce? I thought you were trying to improve matters. I am. Give me time to get it together. I can get it together. Well, that's great. Do you know that the harder thing to do and the right thing to do are usually the same thing? Let's go, Team Sprints! Easy doesn't enter into grown-up life. To get anything of value, you have to sacrifice. There's a lesson here. Let's finish. People don't throw things at me anymore. Maybe because I carry a bow around. Hey, hello, weatherman. It's not easy. But easy doesn't enter into grown-up life. Okay, let it go. Awesome. All right. Uh, oh, man, we have the best friends in the world, don't we? Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. All right. My uh, my number five. Um, I actually saw this in the theater. <laughs> um, not proud of it. No, I. But I do like this movie, and I watched it again yesterday, uh, for the first time in a long time. But it came out in 1998. And it's a conspiracy thriller movie by Brian De Palma, and it's Snake Eyes. I didn't know Brian De Palma did Snake Eyes. He did, and that's the highlight of the movie, <laughs> of the, the fact that Brian, because it's shot beautifully. It's, it's, it's. I like that. I lo- two things. I love movies. I love conspiracy type thriller movies. I I love that stuff. You know the whodunit type things. Um and and what I like a lot about this movie is it's the it tells the same story from different people's perspective. And I love when TV shows do that. I love other movies that do that. Um, it's just cool. You know and um and so Brian De Palma um took a lot of 
one movie from 1950 a lot of people probably don't know might have heard of as Rashomon and that's like was the first movie to do that where you tell the same story but from everyone's different view and um, so he took a lot of uh, he took you know he was inspired by that movie Um, but it's pretty cool it's a movie of this corrupt cop played by Nicolas Cage um, and it also has Gary Sinise in it and uh, the girl from The House on Haunted Hill Carla um, how do you say her last name G- I'm not sure, but I love her. Gugino? That sounds wrong. Gugunite. Thank you. Anyway, her. And um, and uh, it's just a movie. It's a corrupt cop in Atlantic City, and it's fight night. There's a big fight going on at one of the um, the uh, casinos. Um, and basically, it's kind of like there's this guy who plays the casino owner, and it's basically Donald Trump, but it's not. But mm-hmm. that's... <laughs> Whatever. Um, it's actually played by John Hurd, the dad from uh, Home Alone. Remember that guy? I love that guy. Oh, yeah. He passed away, didn't he? Yeah, he passed away. That's so. sad. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah. and uh, there's a big, uh, there's a tropical storm coming in. And so it just all takes place in one night. Um, and it's just, it, it just um, a conspiracy. Uh, 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 there's like a United States senator who's there who gets assassinated, gets shot. And Nicholas Cage has to is trying to figure out what happened, and his buddy Gary, who's played by Gary Sinise, is uh, the senator's like aide, you know, the guy protecting him. He's a Navy commander or whatever, and uh, so you hear his side of the story, you hear other people's, and so it's just really cool, and you just piece it all together. And I kind of like that stuff. It kind of falls apart at the end. This is not my favorite movie, <laughs> um, but um, but what I really like about it is Cage being, you know, he he acts really well in it. Um, and uh, the um, Brian De Palma, the way he shot it's awesome. Uh, we were talking about House on Haunted Hill in that one episode where they, they do a lot of long shots. And this has um, – the first 20 minutes is one long shot of the movie. I love that. Um, That's cool. There's a couple hidden cuts in it that you wouldn't know if, unless you're looking for them, unless you were told. So it's – but there is one for sure 12-minute long piece that's one shot. Um, but you would think the first 20 minutes was one shot before you actually fought, saw the first cut. So I love that stuff. And the whole movie is like that. Um, there's very little scenes where there's multiple cuts. It's like they play out the whole scene. And then, it, you know, I like that stuff. Um, it's just shot really well. It's a lot of fun. Uh, yeah. it's it, I don't know. It's pretty cool. It, I, I don't – Nicolas Cage, is, he's got his – I don't know what you would call that when he kind of freaks out and yells – uh, everyone knows what I'm talking about. I think when I say that the, the Nick Cage, like when he yells, like yeah. I, I don't know, um, but he's got a, there's got a lot of that in there, <laughs> which is good. Um, uh, let's see here. Um, that's kind of all I got on it. I don't want to give it away because it is a a, a a mystery, and it's like you. It's I don't want to give. It actually is worth seeing, so I don't want to give much away what actually happens, but. Um, yeah, it's pretty good. I like it. Uh, I like it a lot. It actually. Uh, Made money, so I guess it wasn't a, a, a failure, right? So that's good. It's, that's one movie that I've always I meant to see, and yeah. I keep meaning to watch. It is, and I've just noticed. It is on Amazon Prime right now, so if you okay. want to watch it, there you go. It's not long. You can you got ninety eight minutes. You can spare, right? <laughs> Do you want to stop and this and you go watch it and we'll pick up when you come back? Yeah, no, no, no. Okay. I don't want to hold um, myself accountable to actually watching it. Yeah, it is good, and honestly, the highlight is that Brian De Palma does it, and it's it's shot really well. It's it's done really well, and so he's really great. And 
Um, so yeah, you should check that one out. But that's that's all I got on Snake Eyes. Okay. All right. I'm on TV. Hi, Rick Santoro. Hello, Hello Richard Santoro. I'm Ricky, and I am the king. A pepperoni, sausage, Canadian bacon. Listen, why don't you just get to the deluxe and save time? All right. Look, I got business. Call me back in five. There he is. There's the man whose life I want. <laughs> And now, the distinguished Secretary of Defense. Great idea. Put a flashing light on your head while you're at it. Why are you so uptight? It's fight night! Running security tonight. I got a lot on my mind. Watch carefully. That seemed right to you? Kevin, that is right in so many ways. No, I mean, beautiful woman alone at a fight. A crime is about to be committed. Now listen to me, Mr. Secretary. I am telling you, you're the one that's going to be sorry. A witness and the hardest thing to spot will be the truth i'm a homicide detective and a material witness you can't hold 14,000 people there's a 14,000 eyewitnesses we have 1500 cameras 800 on the casino side 720 on the hotel side what are you looking for Exactly when they wanted you to. I didn't miss him with that second shot. Missed you. I'm betting that the redhead you follow is the same person who told Tyler to throw the fight. She's one. Shooter's two. Tyler's three. The drunker shouted the signals four. Whoever was on the other end of that radio was five. Five people make a conspiracy, right? It sounds like he's conducting a very dangerous investigation. I'm not gonna let you kill her. Please, Rick. You're all alone on this. The house wins. All right, Jim. What's your number four? My number four is Leaving Las Vegas. Ah, nice. I left this one off my list. Yes, I have seen it. It's intense, man. It is very intense. (laughs) Yes. Um, I I mean, it's... uh, it's legitimately his best performance. Now, that could be like being the prettiest Denny's waitress, but in this particular situation, he won an Academy Award for the movie. He really did an amazing job. I was going to um, say, this is the one he won the award for, right? Yeah, okay. yeah. And he was tremendous in this movie. And so was Elizabeth Shue. Uh, Shue is her only um, Oscar nomination, actually. Because... Hmm. Uh, um, she didn't get nominated for Adventures in Babysitting or Piranha 3D. Back so. to the Future One. She didn't. Yeah. Really? Yep. She didn't get nominated. No, not hmm. no. Was she in one or was she in two? Two. There was a different girl in one. She was in two and three. Yep. There, had that wrong. But she still should have been nominated. She should have been nominated twice. True. True. <sighs> okay. Let's see. Let's see. Leaving Las Vegas. So, for people who haven't haven't uh watched this movie it's about um a guy who seems ben ben sanderson he's a hollywood screenwriter and his wife left him and took his kids and he starts drinking a lot and he goes to las vegas to drink himself to death Mm -hmm. that's it and then he meets um a prostitute named Sarah, played by elizabeth shu and they have this she kind of has the same problem and they form a bond and end up moving in together 
it's the the acting in the movie is really why I like the movie. I mean, he he's a full blown alcoholic. He wakes mm. up shaking. He wakes up and drinks vodka immediately. And and to watch him act this way is is really impressive. I mean, it's one of the first Nic- Nicolas Cage movies I watched. So I thought, like, man, he's a tremendous actor. Um, and then I watched some other ones, but uh, <laughs> then then you watched the Paycheck movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so okay, so John O'Brien, the guy who wrote the novel that he's based off of, actually committed suicide two weeks after the movie went into production. Jesus. Yeah, and they thought about not doing it, and they decided that um, the movie would be a good memorial for him, so they they mm. carried on. Um, Nicholas Cage's character doesn't eat a single thing through the entire movie. It, so it kind of reinforces his dependence on the alcohol. There's one scene where he has like spaghetti and a fork, but he never actually puts it in his mouth to eat it. Hmm. Um, the Elizabeth Shue's character fixes him rice, and instead he just eats an ice cube. So he never actually eats food in the entire thing. And to prepare for the role, Cage would get drunk and record himself so he could study his speech patterns when he was drunk. Wow. And yeah, he really got into it. He um, researched his character by binge drinking and visiting a lot of hospitals with um, alcoholics. And Elizabeth Shue uh, met and interviewed a lot of prostitutes on the Las Vegas Strip to prepare for her role. Hmm. All right. And a lot of the street scenes in Vegas they didn't get permits for, uh, which I've found out firsthand is a, a big no-no. Right. And um, <laughs> that's a whole other story. And... Uh, <laughs> So a lot of the scenes were done in one take so that they didn't get in trouble by the police. Right. There's um, um that makes me think of uh I don't know if you ever seen the movie Bowfinger. Have you seen that? Oh, a long time ago. Oh, it just makes me think of that cuz they're they're shooting a movie that and they have no permits or at all. They're, they have no business shooting it and it just makes me think of that like they just have to shoot something then run away <laughs> cuz they come That's right. Yeah. Okay, sorry, continue. Uh no, that's I mean that's pretty much it. It's it's acted really well. I mean, to watch Nicolas Cage um, portray himself as an alcoholic and someone who's drinking himself to death. He, I mean, he won the Academy Award for a reason. He yeah. did a really great job in this movie. And so did Elizabeth Shue. She did a really great job, too. Yeah. I mean, all joking aside, I mean, <laughs> Nick Cage actually does a good job at being the the character he's portraying. Like, I, I think he does yeah. really good, especially when it's situations like that. The guy's really good at acting drunk or high. <laughs> Like he's yeah. really good at it in these movies, um, but uh, yeah, I've only seen that one time. It was a long time ago, but I I did enjoy it, and I th- I think I'm with you. I enjoyed it mostly because the acting was so so good. Yeah, like the story, I just didn't connect with or care, you know. But yeah, good. That's a good pick, Jim. I like that one. Well, thank you. You're welcome. My heart is crying, crying. I really wish you'd come home with me. You're so cute. And I'm really good in bed, too, believe me. No? Okay. When your life is on the rocks, and you can't remember how it got there, it's time to move on. We're gonna let you go, okay? Okay. What are you gonna do now? I thought I'd move out to Las Vegas. Ben wasn't planning to start a new life. 
and he wasn't asking for a second chance. But on the road to oblivion, he got lonely. If you'll come to my room for one hour, I will give you $500. Sarah thought her life was as it should be, and then she met Ben. Why don't you stay at my place tonight? Okay. Wow. Well, you, you look extremely beautiful. I do. Come rain or come shine. And against all the odds, these two unlucky people fall head over heels. Nicholas Cage. <coughs> Nurse! Ah. Elizabeth Shue. So what's it tonight? Another 500 to watch you sleep. It looks like I'm with the right girl. Leaving Las Vegas. All right, Jim. I'm, uh, I'm going to get this one out of the way. <laughs> I think this is on your list. I think this is on everyone's list. Uh, I'm going with a 1997 movie called Con Air. I left it off my list. Wow. wow. It was well, an honorable mention, but I didn't do it. Right, right. Well, it's, it's one of those movies that you don't want to like it. You really yeah. don't want to like it, but you really end up liking the movie. <laughs> um, I remember watching this movie in a PE class. Really? It was like it was what? like finals week, <laughs> okay. and they just had us watch movies, and we watched Con Air in the auditorium. I don't know why. Yeah. Well, it's a good movie. I I really enjoy it. It's a total like adventure or a uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, I don't know. It's a Bruckheimer movie. <laughs> You know, like it's just got explosions, yeah. got airplanes, got car chases, air chase. You know, um, but I, I, I actually really enjoy this movie. Um, I will say Nick Cage might be my least favorite part of the movie, though. Um, <laughs> John Malkovich is the bad guy. Is the movie he's amazing in it? Um, Nick Cage because he does this really bad Southern accent and he has the long blonde hair. It just lo- doesn't look right. Um, once you get past that, <laughs> once you get past that, he does a fine job. It's a good movie. I, I really enjoy this movie. Anyone who doesn't know, uh, Con Air, like I said, came out in 97. Um, action movie um, uh, Bruck, uh, produced by Jerry Bruckheimer, so you know it's going to have explosions. Um, and it's about, it, basically it's about these convicts, um, Nicolas Cage being one of them, um, who have to get transported by air from one prison to another, and um, and this ba- they base this on this is a real thing. There's real planes that do this, so they kind of base it kind of on there. Um, and uh, Nicholas Cage, he's he he's not really a bad guy. He was in prison because he accidentally killed someone in a fight, and he's a he's an ex-military guy, and that's that's his backstory. He's actually getting paroled. He's just hitching a ride home on this plane while well, then all hell breaks loose on the plane and you know, and there and hilarity ensues. No. And, uh, it's, um, it's, but it's a lot of fun. It's a, it's a fun movie. Um, there's a great end ending scene near the end, uh, in Las Vegas. Um, and, um, like I said, uh, John Malkovich is in it. John Cusack is in it. Plays one of the, I think he's an FBI agent of some, sort. he's a, one of the 
DEA guy or something. Um, Steve Buscemi's in it. He's really good. Oh, yeah. He's it, good in that. Yeah. Um, um, uh, Dave Chappelle is is in it. And oh, he, yeah. It, really funny about Dave Chappelle. He improvised almost every line he spoke in the movie, which I thought that was kind of cool. Um, uh, I think the, <laughs> most women remember, most guys too. How do you not like this? You, you like the song. Even if you don't like the song, you like the song. But the How Do I Live song by <laughs> Leanne Rimes, actually uh-huh. um, probably the most famous thing to come from this movie, um, was actually up for best um, song for an Oscar that year, but lost out to uh, Titanic. <laughs> so, oh, Celine um, Dion? Yeah, which I actually think... I like How Do I Live better than the Titanic. I do too. Yeah. Um, but that came through. From, that was, so that, was, that mo- song was written for that movie. So it was up for Best Original Song. It was actually nominated for the Oscar, but it, that song was also nominated for the Razzie for Worst Original Song that same year, which I don't oh, think it's that bad of a song. <laughs> like, it's a good song. Um, it didn't win either, though. It didn't win the Oscar or the Razzie. Um, John Cusack allegedly dislikes this film so much... <laughs> That he refuses to be interviewed about it, and <laughs> I again, I don't think he does a great job, and and uh, it's it's not that bad. Um, Nicholas Cage in his accent, I was talking about. Apparently, he traveled to Alabama to mm. to perfect quote unquote his accent. Still think he got it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Still don't yeah. think he did a good job <laughs> with that. Um, and actually, I'd, if I was from Alabama. And he's in. I watched that movie, and I'm like, he's supposed to be talking like us. I don't see it. Um, but uh, uh, one of the funny things on it, they're on the plane. They're playing. Uh, they're singing "Sweet Home Alabama" on the plane. They're playing the song, and one of the guys says, um, "This is the definition of an ir- irony: a bunch of idiots dancing around on a plane to a song made famous by a band that died in a plane crash." <laughs> so <laughs> that's pretty one of the best lines of the movie, but. Um, it's a lot of fun. I really, I really like it. I, it, it was one of those movies like Shawshank Redemption. It was always on like TNT or something or TBS. And so I, I watched it a, like a bunch of times. Um, you said you left this off the list, but you've seen Con Air. Like you said, you said in school that one time, but what yeah, do you think of it? Con- yeah, it's a good movie. It's entertaining. Yeah, it's, that's what it is. It's just entertaining. It's just, I don't know. It's one of those. It's kind of like the movies now that come out with Sylvester Stallone, the Expendables movies. It's yeah. Expendables yeah. is like Con Air times twenty. <laughs> you know, like it's just like we're gonna put every action star ever in this in every explosion. But it's just one of those like I'm not watching anything real. I'm just gonna watch an action movie and I'm gonna enjoy myself for an hour and a half. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, that's uh, that's all I got on Con Air. He's a U.S. Ranger. Highly decorated. Did a little hell raising when he was a kid, but nothing serious. He's defending his wife. Got in a drunken brawl. And he killed a guy. Could have happened to you or me. After serving the last of his sentence, Cameron Poe is taking the first plane home to his wife and daughter. Today's flight is a special one. We're populating Louisiana's Felton Penitentiary. These guys are the worst of the worst. I see a lot of celebrities among us. I see 11 primetime live three Regis and Kathy Lees and a genuine 2020 interviewee. What you looking at, punk? Nothing. I was just admiring your cage. But one wrong flight 
Stewardess, what's the in-flight movie today? <laughs> Can ruin your whole day. Ah! We caught the plane, man! Welcome to Con Air. Jailbreak 1, you are not cleared for takeoff. And nobody on this aircraft gives a flying. The issue here is how the plane is brought down. Shoot it down. There are innocent people up there. He's got a little girl to come home to. He's been waiting for this day for eight years. What are you gonna do? What do you think I'm going to do? This summer, check your weapons. Take your seat. Isn't that your card? And say your prayers. He's got the whole world in his hands. From Jerry Bruckheimer, the producer of The Rock, Nicholas Cage, John Cusack, John Malkovich. Where are they gonna land this thing? How do you feel about the blackjack tables? June 6th. Buckle up. Con Air. Directed by Simon West. Thank you, and have a pleasant flight. Alright, Jim, what's your number three? Um, my number three is um, I'm going to say it's it's in the same vein as Con Air, but I'm going to say it's a much better movie than Con Air. Oh, okay. It's got to be on your list. I'm going 1996, The Rock. Also my number three. Nice. Yes. Love this movie, dude. It's way it's better than Con Air. Movie. It's a great movie. It's way movie. better. Yeah. It's yeah. a great movie. All right. Um, uh, where do I even start? Uh, the Rock, Michael Bay. It's Michael Bay's favorite movie that he's done. And... Uh, Nicholas Cage plays Stanley Goodspeed, who's a chemist, and Sean Connery. I'm not going to try to do a, a, an impression. No, I um, can't. Plays John Patrick Mason, who theory is is that that is he he is playing an older version of his own James Bond character. I love this theory. I do too. I've heard this theory for years now, and you know what? It kind of plays because if you're a James Bond fan. Um, from the movies, in James Bond is a is a code name, so it could be played by different people. So he could be named John Mason, his real name, and he was James Bond when he was younger. Like I love this theory. I think it's a great theory. I do too. Yeah. Um, Connery didn't want to travel back and forth from the island to the mainland, so he insisted that the producers build a cabin for him on the island, and they did. <laughs> I read that same thing. I love that. <laughs> he's like, that's great. He's like, no, you just build me a cabin. Uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then they did, they held the premiere for the movie in the rec yard on Alcatraz. Very cool. That's amazing. That's cool. Yeah. Um, let's see. Let's see. What else do I have? You said it was Bay's favorite movie that he's done. Um, let's see. Uh, nothing amazing. What else do you have? on? Well, um, well, like you, I think a lot of people have seen it, but it basically it's uh, some some rogue Navy SEALs uh, go to Alcatraz with some chemical weapons to hold uh, the government government ransom. Basically, is what they're doing, um, and they threaten to fire the missiles on San Francisco and and if they don't get paid, because was it the, the Ed Harris who plays the main the main baddie is mad because. Uh, He's just mad. Why is he mad in the movie? I forget why he's angry. Uh, did the government lie to him about something? It's something about, like, 
MIA soldiers didn't get paid out, families didn't get paid out, or something. It's, something like he, that. So he's angry, yeah. and and um, so yeah, and so that's what they're doing. Um, um, and so they they hold people who are there touring uh, Alcatraz hostage, and then um, Mason and, and uh, Goodsby go in to try to uh, get the get them them to stop using the weapons or whatever. But uh, so that's the premise of the movie. But uh, some of the Navy SEALs um, in the movie were actually played by real Navy SEALs. Um, which is that was kind of cool. Probably the ones that don't have any lines. <laughs> those are the those are the ones. Um, much of Nicolas Cage's dialogue was ad libbed, um, including he he wanted to not have his character swear, and so mm-hmm. he would say like Zeus's butthole or like fudge. You know, like he wouldn't. And I thought that was kind of funny um, that he wouldn't do. It. I think he does swear once. I think there's one swear word in the movie that he says. Um, so that was kind of cool. Um. There's a guy. There's a. There's also before they get to. The, there's a car chase in San Francisco earlier with Sean Connery, and Sean Connery steals a car, um, uh, and the guy he steals the car from is also the same guy that Ed Harris's character steals a car from in National Treasure Two. <laughs> so it's like okay. I don't know if it must be must be Michael Bay's buddy or something. It's the same guy, same look. I thought that was kind of funny. Um, I put a side by side. I'm like, oh yeah, that's exactly the same guy. Almost wearing the same thing too. Um, but uh, no, it's just a fun movie, man. It's a really cool. It's I like it because it's yeah, it's an action movie. It's got you know military guys and stuff, but it's kind of original. You know, it's it's a hostage movie. But I love that. I mean, besides Escape from Alcatraz from like the '60s, there's really no movie about Alcatraz or anything like that. You know, and um, I just thought it was really cool. I I love this movie so. Yeah, I do too. It's yeah. a great movie. Good. Anything else on it? No. All right. The following is a state secret, gentlemen. Disclose it to any party and you will be subject to prosecution. His name is John Mason, British national incarcerated on Alcatraz in 1962, escaped in 63. There's no identity in you. United States or Great Britain, he does not exist. Secrets have a way of coming back to haunt you. There's a hostage situation on Alcatraz. Hostage, 81 tourist. The rocks a tourist attraction. The one you train to defend you becomes your greatest threat. A battery of VX gas rockets is presently deployed to deliver a highly lethal strike on the population of the San Francisco Bay Area. And the one you abandon becomes your only hope you go talk to him me yeah hi i'm an agent with the uh, fbi i'm stanley goodsby but of course you are at least he got his name right now all that stands between a city and the disaster the power of this chemical is way beyond anything you can imagine that's why you're coming with us is a man who's never seen combat you're a chemical freak I'm a chemical super freak, actually. And another who's been out of action for 30 years. Show us on the blueprints. I can't. My blueprint was in my head. Fortunately, some things you never forget. But don't worry. It'll all come back to me. From Don Simpson and Jerry Bruckheimer, the producers of Top Gun and Crimson Tide, and Michael Bay, the director of Bad Boys. Welcome to The Rock. We got visitors. 
Sean Connery. You sure you're ready for this? Do my best. Your best. Losers always whine about their best. Yeah, Nicholas Cage. Listen, I'm just a biochemist. I drive a Volvo, a beige one. So what do you say you cut me some friggin' slack? Ed Harris. Fire. Jim, maybe we have the same number two and number one. What do you think? Uh, it's possible. All right. Well, we both had number three, so do you want to tell me what your number two is? We might have, have them flip-flopped, but there's a good chance they're the same movies. Um, my number two is National Treasure. Correct. That is my number one. So, okay. Yes. And I know <laughs> it, now I know what your number one is. <laughs> yeah, we're playing a, a game of guess who here. Right. Um, does your guy have glasses? <laughs> uh okay so national treasure yeah um he plays uh he plays benjamin franklin gates yes love the name <laughs> just yes right on the nose got it yeah yeah um this movie's <laughs> this, this movie's fun this movie came out after da vinci code came out and it's like uh sort of a more toned down version of a dan brown novel well it's it's disney it's a Disney movie. It's Disney's yeah. version of of a Dan Brown mo- novel, basically. Yeah. So he plays a historian who's um, racing to find the Templar treasure before a team of mercenaries finds the treasure. Mm-hmm. And to do so, he's he's piecing clues together from our founding fathers some some stuff that's on the Declaration of Independence, or you know these glasses they found by Ben Franklin, and all this um, Mason stuff and all this history in our country and it's fun and it's entertaining. Yeah. It's highly implausible, but it's so much fun. <laughs> it's just, it, it is. is. It is. It's, it's a, just fun. It's a fun movie. I, I love, um, I'm a big American history fan. Like I, I love that stuff and the Templar Trevor treasure stuff. I love l- learning about all that. Um, yeah. Um, but I like, because this movie takes place in Washington, DC, in Philadelphia, in New York, you know, all these places with rich American founding father history. And so I like, I love that about this movie. Um, um, it's good. Um, you know, John Voight's in it, Diane Kruger, Sean Bean, John, uh, did I say John Voight? Harvey Geitel, um, uh, Justin Bartha, which I don't think people knew him. He plays Riley. But after this, he, you know, I, I think his character is really great in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, uh, Christopher Plummer plays, uh, Nicholas Cage's grandfather in the beginning, but so there's a lot of good people in it. Um, it's just it's just a fun movie. It's I never turn it off if I see that it's on, or if we just put it on through it on Netflix or something. Like I, I that's it's fun. This is that's why it's my number one. It just I know oh. it's stupid, not stupid, but I know the story's like I, I get it. Okay, yeah, there's no way they could go in and try to get the Declaration of Independence to see what's on the yeah. That's not the point. It's supposed to be fun, and it's and it is so. Um, and it made a lot of money. <laughs> this, I don't know if you look it up, but it made like 347 million worldwide. I mean, oh, wow. which is weird. Cause I don't, 
Because I remember it just being out. Like, it was never any promotion that I remember. Like, a big, you know, oh, there's this new movie. It was like, hey, this, there's this movie called National Treasure. I'm like, oh, okay. And then suddenly just boom. And then, of course, made a, they had a sequel. And there's talks. There's been talks since 2008 of a third movie, which has not uh, happened yet. I think the latest I saw that and uh, that they're still working on a script, which means nothing. I think <laughs> when <laughs> when they say that, which means they don't they have nothing. Yeah, because yeah, I'm I'm working on a script. Right, it me too. Nothing. Me too. It's called Tom and Jim Forever. Um, it stars you. A uh, little bit scared. Yeah, it's a it's a horror movie. Um, uh, yeah, no, it's 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 fun, and I and I I enjoy the second one too. I didn't, I left off my list, but I, I do enjoy, um, national treasure book of secrets. Um, it's just not as good as this first one. Um, yeah. It's, and, uh, so, uh, yeah, we just watched it again the other night. It's a great movie, man. It's fun. So anything else on it, Jim? Uh, what did I see here? It was, uh, the first film allowed to shoot in independence hall in Philly. Very in cool. In the tower of independence hall. Um, because for a long time it was closed, right? Isn't that what? Yeah, yeah, it was. It was under construction for a really long time. Okay. Um. Yeah, that's pretty. That's really cool. Uh, you know, the the one of the main things is that they, there's a secret coded map on the back. Um, when they say there's nothing really on the back, there actually is one line on the back of the Declaration of Independence, and it reads, in the real one, it reads, "Original Declaration of Independence, dated fourth July, seventeen seventy six." So there is something actually on it, but they have no one knows where that came from. It was just written on there. So I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also in the movie, um, I don't know if you noticed. I read this. I didn't notice until I read it. The good guys, Nicolas Cage and his guys, they use Google when they're searching stuff on the internet, and the bad guys use Yahoo. Yeah, that's funny. That was like, okay, that's funny. Um, what else do you got? Anything? No. All right. Well, all right. Well, National Treasure. Benjamin Franklin Gates, you are undertaking the duty of the family Gates to find the most spectacular treasure in history. It grew throughout the ages and moved across continents until it was hidden by America's founding fathers who left clues to the treasure's location right before our eyes. The unfinished pyramid, the all-seeing eye, are telling us something. Keeping this treasure safe, Benjamin, is your destiny. You're treasure hunters, aren't you? We're more like treasure protectors. All his life, Benjamin Gates has searched for a treasure no one believed existed. Don't you get it, Ben? The treasure is a myth. Yeah, I refuse to believe that. But what he thought was the final clue... 108 years of searching and I'm three feet away. ...is only the beginning. The Declaration of Independence. You think there is a treasure map on the back of the Declaration of Independence? The map is invisible. Why would we make this up? Where's your proof? We don't have it. Marley, get down! Did Bigfoot take it? Word about the map is bound to get out. Ian's gonna try to steal it. 90 seconds. The only way to protect the Declaration is to steal it. What? I'm gonna steal the Declaration of Independence. Uh, Ben? From producer Jerry Bruckheimer and director John Turtletaub. It is surrounded by guards and video monitors and little kids on their eighth grade field trip. You will go to prison, you know that, right? Yeah, probably. Okay, go! Get out of there. Get out of there now. 
got the bloody map. This Thanksgiving, the clues of ten generations. There's more to the riddle. Will reveal the mystery twenty centuries in the making. Who wants to go down the creepy tunnel inside the tomb first? Ah! Tell me what the next clue is. What do you see? Nicholas Cage. National treasure. All right, Jim. Well, let's just we'll talk about honorable mentions after because I think my number two is your number one. So, um, my number two is gone in sixty seconds. Yes. Yes. Correct. Yes. Although I have to say, I'm surprised Raising Arizona wasn't on your list. That's a great movie. Definitely an honorable mention of mine. Um, I like. Do you like Raising Arizona? I do, but I left it off my list because I've seen it once and it was i don't know 20 years ago right so i don't i don't know i remember like the scene where they leave the baby and they're screaming to get the driving to get the baby and it's funny but i don't really remember too much else about the movie right i i've i think i've only seen it in its entirety one time as well it's a good movie and it's it's highly touted as probably Nicolas cage's best movie besides leaving las vegas i would think um but yeah i left i left that on but Gone in 60 Seconds. Of course we're going to have this on our list. We've talked about a little bit before during our movie, movie, uh, car movies that have cars in them. Where do, how do I say that? <laughs> we talked about movie cars, right? Um, anyway, what do you got on it, Jim? I need a break. <laughs> um, it came out in 2000. It was one of the first movies I ever owned on DVD, like this and Fast and Furious. Nice. So I used to watch those two movies all the time. He plays Memphis Reigns. Um, the main car, there's 50 cars in this. So basically, okay, so his, his brother is Giovanni Ravisi, and he's in trouble with some guy. So uh, Memphis Reigns has to get his, his, uh, his group of misfit toys back together to go steal 50 cars in one night. Right. And uh, the main car is Eleanor, uh, which is a 67 Shelby GT500. In the original movie, um, the 1974 version, it was a 73 Mustang. There's not a lot of similarities between the two movies except that eleanor was a mustang right um it's just fun it's just a fun movie it's like this group of guys have to go around and find different cars on a list they have a predetermined list and they have to track down these cars in the city and steal them Mm -hmm. or giovanna rubisi's character uh is gonna get killed so it's just it's just fun it's just guys stealing cars it's yeah, it's a really fun movie. I mean, if you're a car person, a car guy, a car girl, I mean, some of the cars are just beautiful in it. And um, Christopher, L, um, how do you say it? Eccleston? Eccleston? Is that how you say his last name? I don't know. I think it is. But anyway, that's plays the bad guy. Awesome actor. Um, I think a lot of people know him from. I'm not a Doctor Who fan, but I think he was one of. The, he was in a few seasons of that, so I think that's where a lot of people will know him from. Um, plays a great bad guy. Uh, the cars like we've talked about Eleanor before on our our movie cars list, and uh, probably the best actor in the movie, Eleanor. Don't you think? <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sure. Definitely a character of the movie, though. We've talked about that before. Um, the cars are the our characters. Um, actually, really enjoy Angelina Jolie in this movie. I'm not a big fan of hers. 
Yeah, um, she's good in it. Though. She's really good in this movie. Um, I I like her character a lot. Um, Robert Duvall, I love I love Robert Duvall. There's something about the way Robert Duvall talks that just sucks me in. Like I just <laughs> like he just you I don't know. You just kind of believe that he like in this movie you believe he's this the auto mechanic guy. I don't know. It's I I love Robert Duvall. Um, and Vinny, uh, no, not what's his name, the cop. Um, Del, oh shoot, what's his name. Delroy uh, Lindo, Lindo, right? yeah, yeah. Uh, is really good. And then his partner Timothy is Timothy yeah. Oliphant, which is <laughs> my favorite line of the movie. You probably know which one I'm going to say. They're racing through the pier, and there's a there's a crane swinging around with a yeah. big ball on it, a wrecking ball. And it hits one of the cop cars, and it goes it hits a cop car through a uh, cement wall. And Timothy Oliphant stops and talks. To, he's like, "Are you?" Talks to the cop in the car. He's like, "Are you? Are you okay? Are you sure? Because you just went through a wall." <laughs> just, I don't know. His delivery is awesome. I like Timothy Oliphant and like everything he does. So yeah. Um, but yeah, this you're right. It's just a it's just a really fun movie. Uh, I love the the music in it, the soundtrack. I actually own the soundtrack. I still have it. <laughs> I still have the soundtrack. Um, and uh, I don't know. It's great, man. Um, we've talked about this before, but they used seven uh, replicas for Eleanor in the movie. Mm. Five of them were totaled. During stunts, um, Nicolas Cage and Jerry Bruckheimer actually kept the remaining two, um, mm. and that's according to the site I have. And Cage regularly takes his out, I guess, um, but Bruckheimer is afraid of driving his. That's what his, he said. Um, and the final chase scene was largely improvised, which I find weird that that would be improvised. Don't you think that would have to be really well coordinated? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean it's like a choreography, right? It's, and so it's yeah. Thought that was kind of weird. Um, now, Nicholas Cage did most of his own stunts, his driving for the film. He attended uh, a driving school in Phoenix and a stunt driving school also. Nice. That's. Uh, um, you live in Phoenix. Are you aware of this stunt driving school? No, I'd never heard of it. How great would it have been if you got to do a story there and you got to drive around in cars and stuff? Yeah, that would have been pretty cool. That would have been cool. It didn't happen, though. No. No. Um, but yeah, I love this movie, man. Um, I would, I would give up a lot to ever, to own Eleanor. I really would. <laughs> would love to own that car someday, but, uh, that's probably not going to happen. Um, I know this movie like sparked interest in people wanting that car after this movie came out. Um, and a lot of people were made kit cars of it, but not actual 67 Mustangs were there. Cause there wasn't that many made in any way, I believe. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, wow, what a fun movie. It, it is good. It is good. Anything else on it? Uh, no. We've talked enough about it All in right. the past. All right. Time it took you to buy your ticket. 3.2 minutes. Time it took you to get your popcorn. 2.5 minutes. Time it took them. Well, let's go. Let's go. Go. To steal your car. Car. Hello, ladies. 60 seconds. Move, 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 move. Go. Come on, swing, baby. Work your magic. Hold on. I know you ain't gonna do what I think you're gonna do. Stop! You're gonna have to go old school. A day to shop, a day to prep. Surprise attack. Nice. A little trick I learned in the car thief retirement home. 
By the time the first cars reported stolen, your ship set sail. We do this, we do it my way. Ours was a sucker for a redhead. You break it, you buy it, my friend. <laughs> Okay, let's run. Gone in 60 seconds. What do you think is more exciting, having sex? Or stealing cars? All right, Jim, uh, that was a fun list. What do you got for some honorable mentions of uh, Mr. Nicholas Cage? Um, ones that I liked, um, uh, like I guess Face Off. Yeah, that's... Um, I guess Eight Millimeter. That's kind of a disturbing movie. It never saw it, but everyone who's seen it says they like it. It's good, but it's really disturbing. Right. But he made some bad ones. Like we watched Pay the Ghost pretty recently, and that was terrible. And Knowing was terrible. I didn't like it. Anyway. I didn't like Knowing. We saw that in a theater, uh, and I wanted my money back. Matchstick Men made me swear off Nicolas Cage for a very long time. <laughs> I never saw that one. Maybe that's a good thing. <laughs> um, what else you got? <laughs> no, that's it. I had more that I don't like than I ones oh. I do. Here's ones I like. We mentioned Raising Arizona, and you mentioned Leaving Las Vegas. Those are on my list. Um, uh, National Treasure Two. I, I enjoy it. It's fun. Um, a couple that I like. I've never. I think I've seen part of Ghost Rider. I don't like it. It's not on my list. Um, no. Wicker Man was horrible. No, Wicker, you know what? It was Wicker Man, not Matchstick Man. It was Wicker oh. Man that I thought was horrible. Okay, it, and it was. It was horrible. The original Wicker Man's better, and that movie's horrible. So <laughs> it's just – there you go. Uh, Face Off is one of those – is another one you're like, this is stupid, but I'm kind of into it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just one of those. Um, the uh, movie Kick-Ass. Did you ever see Kick-Ass? Yeah, it's a fun movie, and and Nicolas Cage has a role in it. It's pretty good. Um, a couple, The Family Man, uh, which is which mm-hmm. was one I was like when you were saying The Weatherman. That's the one I was thinking. Of. It's kind of similar. That's a that's a good movie. I I kind of like The Family Man, um, and one I really like, and uh, it was a remake actually, is City of Angels. Um, that's a good movie. I, I it's 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 a sad you know sad sappy love story stuff, but I I, I enjoy it. Um, but yeah, other than that, not a lot of Nick Cage movies I like. I watched Bad Lieutenant the other day um, because of, oh, I've never seen it. I'll check it out. Oh, my God. It was too much. It was like his character from Leaving Las Vegas, like Las Vegas, but like times 10. Yeah. <laughs> he was like just coked out and stuff. It was, it was interesting. Um, but yeah, that's kind of all I got. Again, lots of movies by him, but not not all the ones that I like. So Yeah. <laughs> this was fun though. I you know got give him credit, man. He uh he's he's still working. That's he's working. <laughs> he's working. Oh man. All right. Well, Jim, uh before we get out of here, um we we you know, we found out yesterday you you sent me a text and of course, uh you know, uh one of our one of our heroes, especially for you, Stan Lee passed away. Um, yeah. you know, creator of all of the Marvel world pretty much. And, uh, so yeah, that it, it stinks that he died. He was, he was like 95, hell of a good run for him. And yeah. I mean, he gave us like a really cool world and like 
I was never into comics like you were, like you are, but being able to take what he did and they made the movies and incorporate him and everything he created in the movies, it, it's just, uh, it's, it's a sad, it's a sad thing, but the guy had a heck of a life and, uh, um, I mean, you, you were big, you more of a Marvel or a DC guy. You're more of a Marvel guy, weren't you? More of a Mar- I mean, Batman's my favorite character, but right. I think overall I'm more of a Marvel yeah, I think that's everyone. I think Batman's everyone's favorite. Seems like most people, and but Marvel's the better comic books, comic movies, and stuff. You know, yeah. um, so it's just, it's just sad. So we we already were doing this Nick Cage movie, so we decided um, our next episode here, whenever we record it, is going to be uh, Marvel related. Um, we did a superheroes show, so we'll we'll think of something else marvel related um off air and we'll we'll tell everyone what it's going to be but uh, a little tribute to stan lee i think that would be i think that's fitting for us so. yeah all right well where can everyone find us hear us and talk to us jim uh mostly facebook and twitter with an occasional instagram and a spotify yes Ooh, with a side of spotify yeah i like that i like that yeah. um and we're still on farmers only Yes. Yes, and Bumble. Uh, well, good. Well, Jim, this has been fun. I, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go now, um, but I will call you back in five minutes. Yeah, I'll be here. Thank you. How do I get through all night without you? If I had to live without you, what kind of life?